We'll share with the Oilam Divrei Machshava that have to do with this week's Pasha, Pasha's Vayetze, on the Sugya that we're learning. The Sugya in Ksubis, Dafsam, Gimel, and Aleph has the famous Maisa of Rabbi Kiva with the mysterious Nefesh, the supreme mysterious Nefesh of his, do- of his wife, the daughter of ba- uh, Bas Kalba Savua, where she took out an illiterate Royetzoin, but she saw that he had a future. He was Tznuyu Mali. And he had a future as a Godel Bater, and she married him against the wishes of her father, and she lived for many, many years in poverty and by herself. And Rabbi Kiva, the Gemara, describes how he comes back after 12 years. He was after the, all the Messias Nefesh, and a neighbor says to her, your husband left you for 12 years. He says, she says, Halavai, he would go back for another 12 years, and he comes back after 24 years, and he has 24,000 Talmidim. This mice is not just a mice about... Rabbi Kiva, who's the God Latanoim, but this Maisa forms the basis of everything we have over the last 2,000 years. Kol HaTorah Kula. Every Shtikol Gemara, every Rajba, every Mishnabura, every Ketzois, Nesivis, Rabbi Kiva, is all based on the Mysterious Nefesh. Imagine that, one woman's Mysterious Nefesh, and all of Klal Yisrael has, the Gemara says, that all of Kol HaTorah Kula, Torah is all Rabbi Kiva. The Zayir refers to Rabbi Kiva as Nehura de Teresh Balpeh. And the Gemara says that all the Chalakam of Teresh Balpeh, Mechilta, Sifra, Sifri, Mishnayis, Brises, Teseftis, all written by different Tanoim, but Kulam Alibid Rabbi Kiva. So we have one woman and one Messias Nefesh, and we have a Klal Yisrael, and we have a Torah, and here we are thousands of years later with Kerlam and Yeshivas, and it's all the Schutz of this Heilige Bas Kalba Savur. Let's try to learn up a little bit the Oymik of what's going on over here, we'll see the Yonim from this week's parish a little bit on a deeper level. The Gemara says the Prat, that he comes after 12 years, and then he comes after another 12 years, and the famous Kasha is, where's the basic? Hakoros HaToyv, she gave up so much for your future to become the God Lador, and you can't even come in to say hello to her. He turns around without even coming in, and he goes right back. Why wouldn't he come in and say hello to his dear wife that gave away everything for him before going back for another 12 years? The famous line that Reb Chaim Shmulevit Zatzal used to say is, When a person learns with a hefzik, for us it's not 12 years and 12 years, it's 5 minutes and 5 minutes. If a person checks his phone after 10 minutes and then he learns another 10 minutes, it's not called you learn 20 minutes. 20 minutes is 1 period of time, and 10 minutes with a hefsik for something out of learning, and another 10 minutes, it's not the same thing. Kaim Shemlevitz would compare it to a kettle that boils. If you stop in the middle, it never gets to a full boil. An Adam Godel is somebody who's on full boil. His Torah is something that's reseach, it's something that's alive. And that 12 plus 12 wouldn't be the Madrega of Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva was created in the mysterious Nefesh of learning 24 years without interruption. Okay? The Vort is a Vort, and it's Emes Lamita Shal and Avada the Yisoyed is the Yisoyed. But if we're talking about a Maise that's so fundamental that it's the basic of, like we said, Kol HaTorikula, everything that we have as Yidin, Kem Chayenu is a product of that Maise, Mesir Nevesh. So let's understand that the numbers over here, the 12 plus 12 is in 24, are not just Bechinam. And let's learn from something that we have in this week's Pasha, based on the Maral, how he understands the very first part of Pasha's Vayetze. Vayetze Yaakov, Mibe'er Sheva, Vayelech Yaakov Avinu comes, 
and it says Vayivka Rashi explains Vamokim Ahu Vayolin Shom. He comes to that place Vayolin Shom. Rashi says a small detail: he hadn't slept for fourteen years in Yeshiva Shem Beaver as he was making a hachona. So this uh, this is already something to do with the story that we're talking about, the Mesiris Nefesh for Torah of Rabbi Kiva. And Rashi says over there Vayikach Me Avne Amokim Vayosim Shom Mirashoisov. Later on, the pasuk says that he took the evan. Was it one evan or was it a bunch of avon? Rashi brings Bektsar, but Chazal, Amayrich, more in the Medrash, that there were 12 rocks over here. Yaakov Avinu made around his head. He had a Messiris. That if the 12 rocks will fuse Alpin Derech Ness, turn into one rock, Rashi brings that the, all the rocks said, and they all became one rock. If they become one rock, then Simon Hubiyodoi, that his quest to found the Amanivcha will be successful, is going to go to base Lovon, and over there he's going to have Yud Be'i Shifteko. The Avazagdashim knew that the Tzura of Klai Yisrael has to be Yud Be'i Shvatim, it says even by Yitzchok and Rivka that he was Roy, to have Yud Be'i Shvatim. You see that the Yud Be'i Shvatim was not only Yaakov Avinu that had 12 sons. Look at Besuel. Besuel is uh, already the Kilu, the Misnagid of the founding of Klai Yisrael. This week's Pasha, Lovan Ho'arami, the son of Besuel, is the arch uh, opponent of the founding of Klai Yisrael. Besuel, not Besuel, but Nocho, the brother of Avram, at the end of Pasha Vayer, also has 12 sons. Nahadlal of Havdolos, the enemies of Klai Yisrael, Yemach Shemom, the Bnei Yishmoel, are also 12 Mishpachas described then the Pashas told us. So the number 12 means a Dovah Sholem of Shvatim, of founding a whole uh, nation. And we always say Yankov Avinu was supposed to father 12 Shvatim, the Simen Hubiyotai. Now if we ask ourselves, how many Shvatim are there, Taka? So right away we'll say Yankov Avinu had 12 sons. In truth, however, we all know that there were 13 Shvatim. There are 13 Shvatim, which include Menashe and Ephraim. So the number 12 and 13 is brought down the Svarm, that the number 12 and 13 are not two separate numbers. 13 really means 12. The same way there were 12 Avonim that Yaakov Avinu made around himself. And the simon was that they became one. Let's point out something. It's first time I heard this, he said it was many, many years ago from Rav Sham Shemping is that sound. And he explained that when we have a gematria, everybody knows that with a gematria, sometimes something is 258, you can make a 259 with the kailu. So people think it's just a trick. If it's one off, okay, nishkeferlech. That's not the pshan of kailu. The kailu with a gematria is something that Chazal say, and the understanding, the deeper understanding of that, what it really means, is that, let's say you take 12 rocks, Besides for the number 12, which means the individual units, the 12 rocks, also now is the fact that the 12 rocks are one unified thing. That one unified thing is the 13th of those rocks. There's really 13 rocks. There's 12 rocks as individual rocks. And this 13th, the 13th element is the unification of them united in one purpose, in one surah, in one mission. And that's what we call the Kailu. And over here specifically with the number 12, the number 13 is the Hisachtus of those 12 units, disparate units, into one Mitzius. 
And the 13, Kiyadua, is the gematria, the word Echod, when they become one. Ahava, Ahava is the power that binds people that are separate together into one unit. Ahava Sisuam means all of Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael, themselves are the one Metzias. So the number 13 is the unification of Klal Yisrael into one Metzius, or like we said, the Yud Beis Shifte Khan are one unit serving the Rabban Shlam. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekenu, Hashem Echod. All of Klal Yisrael is one Metzius, is one Echod. That's why there's 13 Shvat. That's what the number 13 means. On a deeper level, Maral says in a few places, you could say the number 12 as one Klal is 13, you could also look at the number 12 as really in that way becoming now the number 24. What that means, of course, is is that besides for the individual avonim, there's the avonim as individuals, and there's all 12 avonim together. That means the sum total is not just an extra element. The sum total means that every evan has an independent identity, and now it also becomes part of the Klal. Klal Yisrael, or the Klal Hashvotim. Knesset Yisrael is not the same thing as a Shevet. There's a Shevet Ruvain, and there's Shevet Ruvain as part of the Klal. So we have 2 times 12. There's 12 individuals, and then there's the 12 together. So the 13, if you really think about it, is also the number 24. Now, the 12 plus 12, the 12 mit 12, and Nishfir and Svansig, of the Heligetana Rebekiva, of course, means that the Shlemus of who Rabbi Kiva was represented by the number 24. We all know that when Rabbi Kiva came back in this Maisen, with 24,000 Talmidim, what that means on a deeper level is that the 24,000 Talmidim is the Shlemus of Teresh Balper, And these are the 24,000 Talmidim, of course, that were taken in the Magefa that Klal Yisrael's misabalon every single year before Shavuos. We're not misabal on them as individuals. We're misabal because Rabbi Kiva, who's the neshama, the nehura of Teresh Balper, what was taken from Klal Yisrael was the future of the Shleimus of Teresh Kiva. We weren't Zaycha. It's a chsan in Kabbalah Satera, which is why it's not by accident. They were nifter between Pesach and Shavuos. It's shaykh to the Yemei Svira. Because Svira Sa'im is the time of the year that we get ready and we appreciate what Kabbalah Satayra is. We were not zoichet to have the Shlemus of Kabbalah Satayra. Now, Teresh like we're saying, the Shlemus would be the 24,000 Talmidim. Teresh also the Shlemus is 24. It's 24 Svarim in Teresh Shabachsav. Rashi in Pashat's Kisiso says, Moshe. Teru was given to Klai Yisrael like a Kala. Kala has 24 Kishutim, as I state in Chazal. There's 24 Kishutim of the Talmud Chochem, which are the 24 Svarim of Teru So this is really the Shleimus HaDvarim. If you want to go into that further, the Arizal is Megala, that the 24,000 Talmidim Rebekiva are Gilgulim of the 24,000 Nishamas that were lost when Klaizor was ready to come into Eretz Yisrael, right by the doorway in the 40th year in the Midbar, and there was the episode with the Benois Moyov and the Magefa that broke out because Klaizor was Nichshul, Ba'atzas Bilam Harosha, 24,000 were taken away. Those 24,000 means there was a Pegam in Klaizor going into Eretz Yisrael in the form of those 24,000. There was a chance to rectify that. With another level of Kabbal Satayr Al Yidei Talmidir that opportunity was lost. So we see that this number 24 cuts to the heart of Klal Yisrael, of Knesset Yisrael, and Kabbal Satayr, and it all starts 
by this number 24 in the form of the 12 rocks, individual rocks that became one of 12, 12 plus 12, 24. And the Kabbalah Sater of Rebbe Kiva, his personal Kabbalah Sater, had to be 24. It can't be 12 plus 12. It had to be 24. 12 mit 12 in the Shvir and Swansik. Let's be nice of another Nakuda, which is actually a carbonisanal. You can look over here, the carbonisanal is tzaddik. By us, in the sugya of Oino, the sugya that starts in the Samachalaf Amid Beis, the Mishnah, and Chazal saw fitting to discuss all the different stories of sacrifices through the ages by the Tanoim and Amiroim, for Teru, the, the Messias Nevish of Helige Tanoim and Amiroim, and the Helig, equally Helige Rebetzins, and sending them away to learn Teru, and to give over Teru to Klaisol, are described in the Sugya Voinim. Mestama, it has something to do with the fact that the song of Dvekus of Klaisol in Teru, the Goyen explains in Shirashim, is Shirashim. Shirashim is the, is the Shir of the Dvekus of the Gagun that Klaisol and the Rabbanisham have for each other, the main expression of that, of Avas Hashem, and Dvekus of Klai Yisrael in, in the Rabbani Shalom, is Avas HaTarib, Shalem Zalman. Whenever we talk about the music of Avas Hashem, we get very emotional. And we say, by uns, Avas Hashem, Drik Tzachos, expresses itself in Avas HaTarib. So, Mamel, the sugya of Kiviochel Ishvi Isha, that Advukim Zebozeh, the Chiyavoyno, Expresses itself in the Dvekus of Klai Yisrael, the Messias Nevesh Vatari. That's Pasha Pshat. But the Karmen Nisanel says, I'm the Gazach. The Kash is already asked by the Ran. Pnei Yeshua, Maram Shif, everybody offers different roots. And how come the Mishnah doesn't say the fact that Oynis Tamidacham Melel Shabbos Ad Lel Shabbos? So different Akhraim say different Pshatim. Karmen Nisanel says that Enechanam is not Mufush, but there's a Remis. One of the categories in the Mishnah in Samachalaf Amit Beis is Chamorin Pamechot Bashavua. Chamorin are donkey drivers. Says the Kabbalistanul that is a remis Tamid Chachomim because the Shevet of Amelus Batayra is Yisocha, and Yisocha is called Yisocha Chamor Gorim. So Mamela with that, there's a remez of Pamecha Bashvur. No, it's a vart, a vertel, a shein of vart. But let's understand there's a lot more going on. The remizos in Chazal always have a lot of levels of oymik. Let's, let's try to delve into this for a few minutes. In the context of what we were just talking about, that the shleimus of Teresh Shabal Peh and Mamela, the shleimus of Mesir's Nefesh and Avaz HaTer and Dveikus in this sugya of Ishvi Isha, and the Chiyav Oine Beneem, and giving that up all, in Yitin Ishus, Kolhoin Beise Ba'ava, Boiz Yavuzuloi, the Pesach says in Sheashim, Rochel, the, the daughter of, of, of Kabbal Savu, who gave away everything in life, in order to be able to ensure that Klai Yisrael would have Torah. Darizal says a Dovin Neira. The Gemara Psachim says, that Reb Kiva said on himself, if I... When I was in Amoritz, in the first 40 years of my life, if somebody would show me a Talmud Chochem, Anashchenu Kichamor, I would bite him like a Chamor, Mirev Kinnah, for being a Talmud Chochem, Rabbi Kiva, who wasn't Zerichet to the Aleph base of, of Yediya Satera, would bite him Anashchenu Kichamor. So Gemara says that Talmudim and Rabbi Kiva asked him, why Anashchenu Kichamor? The, the normal animal that bites is Anashchenu Kichelev. Why don't you say it like that? Rabbi Kiva says, yeah, because a Kelev, the force of the jawbone of a of a of a of a kelev 
can only wound, can only bite. Masha'enkin, the chamor, doesn't bite often, but when he bites, the force of his jaw is so strong that it would break the bone that he bites into. That was the force of the sin that Rabbi Kiva had. Says that Rizal, this Gemara is not stammer play on words. The Heligetani Rabbi Kiva, who is the semel of Torah Shabal Peh. There's two Shvatim that really epitomize Torah. The Shevet Levi. Shevet Levi is Yerim Mishpatech Yaakov Saroschel Yisrael. You see what Torah about Pechot. Torah is Shevet Levi. You see the Rambam, the Endeshmit, we have a Lorak Shevet Levi, Bovadal, Kolish Vish. They're the Shevet that was chosen to carry over the Messiah's Torah. They're the, they're the, the ones that weren't Nizbatl from Amelus Batari when they were in Mitzrayim. They represent, as I stated in Svarim, Rufutna talks about this in a number of places, they represent Teresh Bichsav. Of course, Mavur and the Zoya, that the same way we mentioned before, there are 24 Sifrei, uh, Teresh Bichsav, there are also 24 Matnas Levir. Because Shevet Levi is the, is the nation, is the Shevet of Teresh Bichsav. The Shevet of Teresh Bichsav is the second Shevet that was singled out from Elis Batari. What's that? Shevet Yisocha. Yisocha Chamor Goyrim. That means Amelus and Tereshabal Peh. The specific Amelus that makes up Tereshabal Peh is Shevet Yisocha. State in Heilige Ariza that Rebekiv, the Heilige Tana Rebekiv was a Gilgul of Yisocha ben Yaakov and that's why he insisted on calling himself Kechamor because Yisocha Chamor Gorem. What that means on a deeper level, the morale says, is that chamor, the word chamor, means chumrius. Gashmius, pure gashmius. Taking gashmius, taking the dove chumri, taking choimer, and turning it with omol, via into tzura. Turning choimer into a dove ruchni. Taking gashmius and turning the ruchnius, that's what Amelos Bateri does to a person. The prime example in history of that is Rubi Kiva. He's the Nehuda of Teresh Balpeh. He's Shevet Yisachar. So we have a Shevet Levi. Shevet Levi, by the way, are the ones that are born into nobility. They're born into Yichus. They're Yachsonim. Kanam Levim. Rebekiv is the ultimate dogma. He's a Ben Gerim. He comes from no place. He comes from nothing, no place, and nobody. And he had to achieve what he achieved with his own sweat, with his own hard work. He's Shevet Yisochah. Yisochah is not a Yachsen. doesn't get any Matonis. But Lamaise, they give themselves over to Amolabatayru. Roshe Sanhedriois come from Shevet Yisochah, Zeshtet and Chazal. So Rebekiva is Shevet Yisochah. Comes out that the ultimate Chamorin, it's not just a Remez, the ultimate example of the Oymiz to Oymiz that's expressed, the, the Dvekus of Torah of Tamid Chachamim through the ages, is Rebekiva, Chazal in the Mishnah Bayos Chamorin mean to be Miramis. When they're talking about Tamid Chachamim, they give us the example, the prime example is Rebekiva. Where the sugi fears eyes. It comes out that this vort of the carbonisano is not just a, a, a vort. It's it's an it's a chaloin. It's a pesach to be able to see into the whole oimik of what's going on. This is the sugi of avas of yutnishes kolhoin beise boizia vuzuloi, and that's all merumas in the word chamorin in the mishnah. This is some of the oimik divrei chacham vechidoisam. The shteitzach that every gemara with agadita always has layers and layers and layers of oimik. We're to be megala a little bit of what's going on with Teresa and Rakdashan.